The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mag. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Beautiful day. The weather, fantastic. Spring in New England, baby. Oh, oh, did you hear that? Who was... <laughs> How'd you get in my room? I snuck in. That's what I do. I'm you gonna, don't sneak in nowhere. Say, Hard sneak. for a 610 dude to sneak anywhere, right? No shit. No. What's up, C-Mac? Glad to be back. Thanks for the call. You oh, know I'm always here for yeah, you. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, especially with our guest, you know. Actually, I just came here for Chrissy. Uh, I don't blame you. Yeah. Thanks. A little boom boom. Bye. Boom boom, that's right. That sounded Makes that didn't sound, oh, That's yeah, fine. Let's go that's her it. nickname, all right? Yeah. Oh, any, yeah. I just any, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, going boom boom is better than the one Ooh. I had to slip back a few months ago with everyone trying to get into your back door. Yep. <laughs> what? Hello! Yeah, we Hey, this is, a, this is a family program. Oh, it right? wasn't that day. <laughs> I was having all types of issues. <laughs> But but yeah, I figured perfect. You know, we got Chris coming on. You know, we'll get the with the, get the uh, team big green egg boys together. Right, right. I was thrilled. You know, we we got the book just in the nick of time. Yes, within like when I say just the nick of time, literally we're talking walking the, out the within door. the last hour. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, we've been scheming all day. Well, let's see who we got. We got Daddy Dutch. We got you, of course. Gray, what's up? Kyle, what's happening? But uh, but yeah, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do our sponsors. Oh, I didn't know whether we were letting C Mac jump in I don't today. Know, you want to do it? Now. You've been doing such a great job. I've been Thank watching. You. So you know, yeah, I'll, I might have to insert a couple of things. You know, right. facts as we go along. Yeah, you'd be like my hype man. All right, let's go. All yeah. right, today's show is brought to you by the number one best tasting shake on the planet, Uncle Steve's Shake. Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade, hand-measured, hand-mixed, and hand-packed. Uncle Steve's Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in 13 amazing flavors, including the brand new CJ's West Coast Shake. We also have the competition line and the incredible dessert shake. And don't forget the newest addition to the Uncle Steve family, the sauce with no name. No matter what you're eating, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you have any questions, Uncle Steve has great customer service. You know why? Because it's him. He will help you with all your shake needs. Go to UncleSteveShake.com to order your shakes today. Also on the website, you're going to find some awesome tips and recipes, and you'll be amazed at just how versatile these shakes are. While you're online, head on over to Facebook as well and join the Uncle Steve's Shake Nation to stay up to date with all the latest creations made using Uncle Steve's shakes, and maybe even share some of your own. It's time to step up your backyard barbecue and your competition barbecue game with Uncle Steve's Shake. Uncle Steve's Shake, shake some on everything. And Chrissy. Yes. I have a trivia question for you. I got Ooh. from a little uh, little bird messaging me today. Okay. What do you get when you have somebody from Louisiana move to Texas? Mm. What 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 do you get? You have the Texas Cajun <gasps> shake. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Can't Putting wait. the final touches on it, so. Everybody, key stay posted in all the 
you know, Facebook, Instagram, Uncle Steve Shake Nation. They'll have all that information. Oh it's coming God. just in time for Riverfest. Max Riverfest, Cajun style, baby. Oh you know how we do it. Perfect timing. But That's yes, right. keep your eyes out for the Texas Cajun shake. I'm excited for that. Come on oh with my it. God. Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop at TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today I am smoking nothing. But if I was, it would have came from twoguyscigars.com. Thanks to my friends at twoguyscigars.com, I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Today's show also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Whether you're a family grill master or the professional pit master, quality tools make it easier for you to be your best on that grill. Longtime firefighter and founder and good friend of the show, um, Al Infante knows a thing or two about fire management. He designed the Magna Chef gloves and the Freedom Barbecue gloves for you to get in and out of fast. With the magnetic swivel plates, you can easily slip in and out of these gloves. They will keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely. No more getting stuck in hot gloves. Depending on your glove preference, Magna Chef has two fantastic options for you. Option one, the classic Magna Chef barbecue glove. If you are watching, you can see them on screen. Uh, they are made of food-grade silicon. They web fit for firmer grip, dishwasher safe, one size fits all, and heat rated up to 500 degrees Fahrenheit. What's that on the C-Max scale? 793. All right. Your second option is the Freedom Barbecue Gloves, <laughs> a more traditional five-fingered, flexible, and pliable grip, a 14-inch long cuff to protect your forearms, made of heat-resistant neoprene, heat rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit. 9,000. There you go. <laughs> These gloves help extend your time over the fire. Both styles of MagnaChef gloves are great for barbecue and kitchen use. Head on over to MagnaChef.com today. That's M-A-G-N-E-Chef.com and get yourself a pair of each. And at the checkout, make sure you use the promo code FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. MagnaChef barbecue gloves, master the fire. Freedom barbecue gloves, take a stand, free your hand. Also brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com. Ian Hemming out of Magnolia, Texas, is creating and designed what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards. These boards take an absolute beating from their dishwasher board, which is your, your standard countertop board, to the absolutely massive 18 by 36 inch brisket board. And now pizza is being such a jumping into the comp world. He's got that covered too with the pizza board for that perfect even slice every time. The deep reservoir lip to catch all that juicy goodness. I love when you talk dirty. Yes. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the rubber nubs <laughs> on the bottom. So even on a wet surface, these boards will not slip on you. No accidental stitches anymore. They will not move Engraving available, so your team name, anything you want engraved, he can do it. Multicolors available. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. Tell them I sent you. That's customcuttingboardsrus.com. That's the letter R-us.com. Beautiful. How about that? Look at that. You're getting pretty good at this. You wow. Know. 
Yeah. Let's see. We got he got all types of boys in here today. Mad Max calling you out. What's happening? C-Mac. Jen Lee, how are you, darling? David LeConte. Justin Webb, Chris Sandor, Big Rome. All right. Ray Sheehan, what's going on, brother? Kyle. Yep, yeah, yeah, Kyle. Kyle. They're all coming out. They're all coming out Texas for this guy. Cajun is on its way, boys. Get ready. But let's get into it. I'm excited. Just what you know. You're here. Yeah. We're here. Chris is here. So let's go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome making his second appearance on the show. Coming to us live from Florida, we have the barbecue Buddha, Chris Sussman. What's up, brother? What's happening, guys? What's up? What's up? How you doing, brother? I'm doing A-OK. How about you, C-Mac? Living the dream, baby. So I have to tell you, during that whole buildup and when I was in the green room and you all were doing your thing, I was getting a little misty because <laughs> when he was introducing you and you said the only reason I came on here was because of Chrissy. Well, at that time, I didn't realize <laughs> <the producers laughs> Chrissy. So I'm off camera going, oh, he loves me. He's only doing this because of me, and he's calling me Chrissy. And then I found name. out that, that her name is yeah. Chrissy. So uh, that, was my, that was my I, pet I'm name I'm now sitting Chris. on a milk carton. That's for sure. <laughs> oh. uh, Could be worse things to sit on, my friend. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did so, you just say something right. about a family show? That's <laughs> uh, true. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, we, we, we blew that, that out the water. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, Chris, man, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I can't wait to get into the new book. Um, but real quick, give us a little rundown on who you are, how you started into, you, you know, the cooking, culinary, and barbecue journey. Got it. My name is Chris Sussman, otherwise known as the Barbecue Buddha. I know that Ray Sheehan is on here. He had a line of rubs and sauces named Barbecue Buddha. So a big shout out to Ray and his new restaurant over there in New Jersey. Hey, Ray. Um, I have been cooking on a big green egg since 2009, 2010 is when I got my first big green egg. And uh, what brought me to the barbecue world is my dad was a restaurant tour. And uh, his favorite, uh, you know, comfort food was barbecue. So outside of his restaurant and our love for the food service industry there, we'd always be on the hunt for the best pulled pork barbecue sandwich. And so that's where my quest and love for barbecue really began. And so here I am, two books later. Beautiful. Yeah. Two books later. You know, the first book came out, was it 2020? 2021, 2021 and it was most of it was written in 2020 which okay. was you know a good year to write a book right not much else was going <laughs> on in the world i was like sure i can sit at home and write and do all this stuff it was a great opportunity well i mean not you say not much going on but you've had a lot going on for the last few years right you you you've made a uh, you and your family have made a big move you've got cookbooks i, I mean you know down the line so you're you're still fairly new to the to the Gulfport, Florida area, yeah? Yeah, this is our third. We just spent our third winter here. We came down here. We had a place down here for the longest time. 
Uh, but we would come down either seasonally or just to visit really, you know, with the intent of moving down here at some point in time in the future, future. And then during the pandemic, we came down here for the winter and I was like, Hey man, if I'm going to be stuck at home doing this kind of stuff, I may as well be stuck at home with a pool and really warm weather and close to a beach. So we made the move. So yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, after the first book and after the pandemic, I wouldn't say it was over, but let up and people started resuming somewhat of a normal life. Uh, We moved from Kentucky down to Florida, so it was a lot of change, a lot of change in the last couple of years. Well, it it obviously suits you guys down there. You you look like you've had no problem integrating. It's, uh, I have to say, it's a wonderful life, and and I love it down here so much that now I've become one of those people. If it gets, God forbid, it's like 72 degrees, (laughs) I like have two jackets on and a... A knit cap and everybody's from back home all my northern friends are like what are you doing that, dude i'm like i'm cold is what i'm doing i'm very cold so, yeah. I, I lived in arizona for 10 years so that blood starts thinning when you're in those hotter climates it's a it's a real thing and yeah it's, yeah it's does it go back now that you're back in the northeast a little bit yeah a little bit. Or are you still cold uh no so out here now you know, I'm a California born and raised, spent 10 years in Arizona too. Now out here, and Mags will tell you, when it hits about 45, 50 degrees, out here, New Englanders, we start throwing our shorts on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. In, I'm in shorts. I'm in shorts all year long. I'm the asshole you see in the picture shoveling the driveway in a jacket, <laughs> a pair of shorts, and, and boots. <laughs> I'm that guy. I, yeah. <laughs> I used to be that guy until I moved here. And now I'm the opposite yep. of that guy. I'm like 70 <laughs> degrees, four hats later. And, you know, I'm just I'm a miserable old man now is what I am. 45 up here. We're ready to go to the beach. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. no you know, 55 is a heat wave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Long time. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So what let's get into the book. What? There it is right there. Available in stores today. Today. And on today. Amazon. And, and on Amazon. Amazon. Yep. You know. Yeah. Next day's shipping. Today. I feel like one of those people you see in the movies, you know, that are like their movie or their something just came out and they're all in the behind the scenes. Stuff. What are people think? Where are the first reviews coming in? And then all day long, it's been quiet because nobody gets home and checks. They're like, nobody's at home all day anymore. They're all at yeah. work and then they get home and check their mail. And so, of course, an hour before I came on the show, that's when everybody's flooding. Hey, I got the book, got the book. So now, yeah. I'm, you know, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, what what was the process and how did you get approached on the second book? Because your first book was the the Four Fundamentals, yep, which was fantastic. Thank so, you. So, and that was, I believe, sixty recipes. There was fifty recipes okay. in that one, but you know, and this should be noted for your listeners um, and for anybody that's had to do this or will have to do this. You know, when I signed the first one, the second one, not so much the first one, I thought I'd be able to just draw upon all the recipes I've been doing online on my blog or on my social media for the last several years. And they're like, no, they have to be all new. So to be able to do the research and development, testing, writing, photography, because I did all my own food photography for 50 new recipes is a tall order. When they turn back around two years later and say, hey, do it again and do it for 100 recipes, it was a little bit of a challenge, but I did it. It was fun. Yeah, nice. But so you go from 50 recipes to they want 100 brand new recipes. 
where did you find your, you know, inspiration in your thought process on those recipes? So when they originally approached me, they wanted to do another narrative. The first book that I wrote is half narrative, half recipes. They wanted to do that again. And my first pitch was like the master big green egg, mastering the big green egg or something like that, or the big green egg, uh, you know, for experts or something. And what I wanted to do is dive in into all the science about how the heat transfer works, how it works inside was the thing with the assumption that Big Green Egg HQ had all of this data and analytics at their disposal that they would share with me. I'd turn it into a narrative and tell this like behind the scenes story of how it works. Well, there's none of that information out there <laughs> anywhere. They're like, I don't know. It just heats up and the ceramic just works. I'm like, well, you all say, they're like, we don't know. We don't have, we don't do this, like, you know, testing and all that kind of stuff. So I had to pivot, um, went back with a few ideas. And ultimately they were like, hey, do you think you could crank out a bunch of recipes that just play to your audience, your big green egg audience and put out a hundred new recipes? I said, I'll give it a go. So that's really how that, that idea was born. Beautiful, beautiful. Let's see what is so. So, Chris, you know, comparing. I don't want to compare because they're two different books, right? Um, But I'll tell you, one of the things that I really liked, and we talked about this a little bit about this book, is that it's really kind of a family affair, right? Uh, You know, you got uh, you got your family involved, and wait for it, the dogs too. Uh, I did yeah. see a shout out for the dogs. All right, the, it may have been an inside joke. All right, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, love the family affair part of it. So, talk a little bit about that and and where you got some of these recipes from. And I think you had your daughter cook some as well. Yeah, so it you know with a hundred recipes in that short period of time. Uh, luckily friends like you and family members all around me, there are lots of people that cook and have recipes in their life. So some of the recipes I have, uh, my wife, uh, Debbie, Mrs. Buddha, otherwise known as Mrs. Buddha got for me many, many years ago when we were first together, uh, she found through my sister, a handwritten all my mom's recipes and she scanned those in and has like a digital book that she gave me many moons ago. So I have all my mom's handwritten recipes. Oh. So I'd some of my recipes in the book, I just translated from my mom or my grandmother because my mom also wrote her recipes in there and then figured out how to do all that stuff on the big green egg. So there's like my Nona's, which my mom's mom, her uh, recipe for meatballs and Sunday gravy. My mom, she does a really amazing or did she's passed uh, a fried chicken. I took her fried chicken and I kind of half smoked it and half fried it on the walk. So I would oh. do these really interesting interpretations of my mom's recipes. Now for my daughter, she's like really into whole eating and, and clean eating like whole 30 and gluten-free and all that stuff, which is great for the vegetable chapter. Yeah, right. <laughs> when I got down to the vegetable and side dish chapter, I was like, man, I just, you know, other, <laughs> other than potatoes wrapped in bacon, I don't have much for you people. So I reached out to my daughter and she served up big with two really great recipes uh, in the book. And then uh, finally, my neighbor is a big pellet smoker and he and I, he's seasonal, but when he's here in Florida next door to me, the two of us talk and cook together often. And they shared a couple of his favorite campground recipes recipes with me that again i translated from his environment to the big green egg and put them in the book so it's pretty cool very cool oh that's great that is great but yeah i, I love i love the, the the family input the family rest uh 
restaurants, family recipes, you know, that have gotten passed down generation to generation. Listen, anytime you say Nona, meatball, and gravy, you got me right there. Yes. Sold. I figured, you know, it's, you know, and and that just shows you the versatility of the big green egg. You know, you see all the commercials, all that stuff. We do it at the egg fest and all that, you know, grills, roast, bakes, but it really does. Now, somebody that's 10 feet away from their oven might say, why do I use a big green egg? Well, you don't, if if you want to go do it in the oven. However, the the fact that you can do all of this stuff in a big green egg is what really draws me to that cooker. And, and I think cool. that's a great point because even though, you know, you're, you're a well-known big green egg guy, right? Probably one of the original, you know, members in the BG Green Pro. Um, even though this has that big green egg focus on it, I mean, these recipes you can really do inside. You can do it, like you said, on your pellet smoker, everything else. But uh you know us, us, us BGE guys. We got a special place in our heart for this stuff. So, yeah, it's it's essentially a recipe book, and and uh, if you're a big green agger, then you know how to you know how to do that. One one of the really cool, and if you're not, you know, you put it on your pellet grill. A heat is heat, you know, yeah. and in environment, it's indirect or direct, and you can translate those concepts to whatever you're cooking in. One of the chapters that I wrote for this book that I really liked. Um, that's different from any other big green egg book that's out now, as I call it, can you really do that? And that chapter is taking advantage of all the add-ons that big green egg has come out with in the last several years, like the expander, the plancha, the perforated pans, the wok, uh, pizza stones and wedge and all of that stuff. So I really do a chapter on all these creative different types of recipes and stuff that you could do in the big green egg. That of course you need to go buy these widgets for, but for people that own these widgets, it's a great reference and a yeah. great recipe thing for them. I'll tell you, I mean the recipes are great. Again, we, you know, just got it literally as I was heading out the door down here, but um, it was fun watching you along the way because you did post some behind the scenes stuff when you were taking, you know, filming content and taking the pictures, dude. Some beautiful, beautiful pictures. I mean, this is really really spectacular thank you brother the first book what i did is i do all the recipe development cooking and testing and writing iterating i did all that first and then the first book i worked with uh there i was lucky in louisville i had a food stylist that worked for yum foods that are based in louisville and she did freelance work so she helped me do all the food styling so we did all the photography afterwards which was a lot of work i mean it was like literally three or four days in a row of cooking 10 to 12 recipes in a day and then staging it food styling and all that so this time i didn't have the i didn't have her in proximity to me i was doing all my own food styling and my photography again but this time i do like recipe and batches i'd work on six recipes a week so i do all the r&d the development iterating and all that and then once i got to the final dish that i thought looked great and then i would do the photography there so it was these little sprints anybody that's in the software world it's like uh the little sprints we do these little sprints all year long and that's how we got the recipes and the photography done good stuff but i couldn't share those recipes on social media so i could only share like the, in the stories and the behind <laughs> yeah the right so it was it was a tough stretch i'll tell you that you know so you you were really pulling double duty you know, you're working on all those recipes and still to keep up on the social media content of cooking. So, yeah, yeah you must have been at wit's end at some points there. 
I, I, I may still arguably be at the end of my wits, but you know, you got to do what you got to do to promote the book. So here I am wits end or not. Well, welcome to the club. We're getting jackets made up. <laughs> this is wits end. <laughs> oh man, that's beautiful. But yeah, I'm like I said, I hadn't just flipping through it real quick. You know, the pictures are fantastic. Beautiful. The recipes, I can't wait to delve into like, like, you got uh, Chuck Roast with Bloody Mary Braise. Mm, come on, now. you know that yeah. just ah, uh, you know, you know that's got yeah. that's got a nice New England fall day written all over that bad boy. I right just want to put a straw in and go to town. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, or, or you know the cup with like a brisket hanging off instead of the fried chicken. <laughs> right, you know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate barbecue Bloody Mary. <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah, you know there's the beef, Look, big beef ribs. Come on. And, Look at the burn ends. I mean, yeah. that's a gorgeous picture. Yeah. And thanks. And, and, and what I want people to know about it, they're, they're not all, in fact, I erred on the side of making the recipes really easy and approachable. So, you know, there are some out there recipes like we've talked about in the book, like walk and roll fried chicken and all that stuff where you use the wok to, to fry the chicken. But there are lots of recipes that are classics, like just how do you smoke ribs? How do you smoke ribs hot and fast? How do you do a brisket? You know, uh, so many people ask me about brisket, uh, and I tailored my big green egg brisket recipe to be a midnight brisket recipe, which is if you just put it on before you go to bed and you do these certain things, usually it turns out when you wake up, you can pick back up where you left off. And then if you rest it, then you're serving in with spare time for your friends and family later that night. I go over that whole process in this book. So there's some very creative out there stuff, but there's also most of the stuff is very approachable, easy recipes that anybody can make. So, All right. so the midnight brisket, I'm actually coming out with a book and I'm going to do the eight o'clock brisket because that's, oh, that's when I go to bed. Right. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, believe me, I know. I got to always, whenever I try to get in touch with you, I got to figure out what time it is. I'm like, you know, well, oh, no, forget it. Uh, I'm, He's I'm, been asleep for three hours uh, now. I, I'm too old. I, I'm, I'm an early. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. I mean, we were, I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day. I said, you know, I finally just got to a place where I just tell people I'm tired of going to bed. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not, it's not worth the hassle anymore. And, you know, we're preparing, like my wife was like, what are we going to do? Everybody's coming in because we're having a big book release party and a bunch of people are coming to down. Captain Ron, Mel, Tina um, are all coming to town and, and she knows when Mel's here, he stays up late. <laughs> oh, like, what are we going to do? I said, we are going to go to bed. He's going to stay out there semi-naked, just floating yeah. around oh, in the pool. And, and we're both going to be okay with uh, those decisions. That's right. So. And with Mel coming down, it just happens to be the NHL playoffs and yeah, the man, Oilers are going. It, right? So yeah. they got the late games for the West Coast. So oh, yeah. he might not even sleep. Yeah. He'd stay, <laughs> you know, that guy doesn't sleep. And God. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> God, You're God. gonna. Yeah, God, God. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep hard. God bless not. you that's and Debbie. Not. I you know. So so let's talk about that a little bit because yes, you do have Buddha Palooza coming out or coming uh this weekend, Sunday. Yeah, it's coming up this Sunday. If you're local in the Tampa Bay, Florida area, it's downtown Gulfport, Florida, which is in the St. Pete part of the Tampa area. 
and it's at a place called the North End Tap House and Kitchen. Uh, Big Green Egg is one of the sponsors, Snake River Farms, Lobster Anywhere from y'all's neck of the woods. Yep. And there, everybody's descending. Uh, we've got Tina Cannon Cooks, Big Green Egg Foodie, Captain Ron and Mel from BGE Team Green. I know Tyler Plays with Fire is going to be in town. Nice. We've got uh, Trompo King is going to be here. Flame Boss is going to be here. The guy from Lobster Anywhere is flying down. There's Joe's coming be- out? Joe B is going to be here. I'm, I'm finally going to meet Joe B in person. I don't even know what to do. I've imagined what he looks like 10 million different times, and now I'm going to meet him. It's going to be crazy. He, he's about my size, so I'll just. Is he a big you. guy, oh, tall yeah. guy? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, so yeah, so that's all going down Sunday. But of course, everybody gets in. Mel gets in. He just got to Tampa, but he's doing some work with the the W Sauce guys for the next couple of days. He gets to my house on Thursday. Um, and we're going to start doing all the prep. We're having a pre-party here Saturday night, which is gonna, we're going to, I have a band that's going nice. to be playing here at the pre-party oh, and awesome. we've got food and grilling. It's going to be like Budapalooza is really like a whole weekend thing. And I called it Budapalooza because much like you with your rib fest, C-Mac and that, which you've been running for several years. Yep. I hope that the Budapalooza translates to something bigger than just the book signing. I would love to have more Budapaloozas down here and more, uh, barbecue grill action in the Tampa St. Pete area. So stay tuned. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Efren, what's happening? Chris Rosinski, Lep, Uncle Steve's in the house. Junior Salinas, what's going on, brother? So I was flipping through here, and we're going to have a little bit of controversy on this one oh, recipe. Oh, oh okay. Uh, oh, I see. I, I know yours. where you're going with this yeah, one. Yeah, right. this one He's, is. Uh, Actually, that might have to be for book three. We might have to school them on the North Shore. How many recipes could we do just off of this one style sandwich? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, I, I know. know three right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which one are we talking about? <laughs> we, we got the Baltimore style pit beef sandwich. Yeah, so you know so, that that one's a hard one to touch and to and to to, to do because so many people have their own opinion of it. Yeah, but I grew up in Northern Virginia, right? And Baltimore Orioles was my baseball team growing up, and I've been to Baltimore so many times that you know when I'm thinking about local regional barbecue references to me, Baltimore pit beef is always at the yeah. top of that list. Yeah, you know, because, you know, right off the bat, I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to try this. You know, the tiger sauce you have, Yeah, the recipe for that, you know, horseradish, mayo, lemon juice, garlic. Versus, versus James River. Versus. Yeah. I know. So let, let, let's see. So we got the Baltimore-style pit beef. Yep. The New England three-way. Yep. Giggity. North Shore. North Shore <laughs> style. We got New York has the beef on whack. True, yeah. right? True. Chicago, Chicago has, has the, the yeah the Italian Italian dip, beef. Italian yep. beef. Yep. There's a there's a French dip in there somewhere. I don't know from where. That still might be out Chicago too. Yeah. Oh, we we I think, I'll, we, I'll, we, I'll we got an all. idea rolling here. So Chris, we did so one interesting thing. So I live on the North Shore of Massachusetts, which is basically yep. what cities is it? Uh, about four it, cities. It, uh, you know, I I'm I've been. Born and raised here. Don't really know. I, I still don't know where the lines are. Because if you go, what I do know, don't ever say, ask somebody, well, where are you from? And they say Plymouth. Yeah. Don't ever say, oh, down the Cape. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Granted, you step one foot outside the thing and you're in the Cape. But 
no, no, no. It's no. a very fine line. So, no. yeah, I still don't know. But it's north of Boston is literally, I'd say, basically Charlestown out. Yeah. So so North Shore has got their North Shore beef or three-way, which is a very specific area, a very specific sandwich with a bunch of extremely passionate people. I mean, there are Facebook groups. Um, a good friend of ours has a, has a very passionate Facebook group about North Shore beefs, um, which is also a great sandwich. But it's just funny how... I don't even know if I'd necessarily call it regionally because when I think of regional and, and barbecue, you think of Kansas City, you think of the Carolinas, you think of Texas. I mean, this is literally just a little part of Massachusetts has their own sandwich that outside of it really doesn't exist. Um, right. James River barbecue sauce and how you have the, the and I'll probably screw it up, but you got the, the cheese on the bottom bun and then the meat, right? So it doesn't mm-hmm. get soaked. There's a whole thing. But whole process, very specific whole methodology. To oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got sidetracked. Yeah, we're talking now beef, I'm, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm super hungry as well. I, I and know. I'm thinking about now, like all local, super micro regional, you know, yeah. barbecue, like yeah. Kentucky black sauce and mutton and stuff like that. I mean, oh, there are people that you know really get into their localized barbecue or what they consider to be their their localized barbecue. So yeah, yeah. that could be a whole whole other topic of a book. Oh yeah. So yeah. so going back to Budapalooza, and you talked about the music again. I know you're a huge music guy, and I know this is kind of getting away from the cookbook and the food and everything. But you know, you're sitting with guitar yeah. behind you. Um, talk about your, your your passion for for music. So yeah, this is my little uh, home studio. So all of my audio equipment's out here. I, I should get a backdrop that just shows the barbecue side of me when I do it. And I never think about it until I do oh. things like this, and I'm like, dang, I should have had something that looked more barbecue, but. Yeah, before before barbecue and online stuff became uh, my biggest creative outlet, I've been a professional, semi-professional musician off and on since, geez, since I was in high school. So a long time I've been playing with bands uh, and have done my time on the road and all that other kind of stuff. All of that, as most of these stories end, ended when I had my first child, Jessica, <laughs> the daughter I referenced a little bit ago, and was certainly cemented into uh, no-go land anymore when I had my son, Zach. But uh, when they got older and in high school and stuff, and I and my wife at the time uh, gave me a little, little leeway, I got back into it. And so music has always been a part of my life. Uh, so Buddha Palooza has two bands locally here, uh, Levy Green and the various Vikings and Jay Santi and Barefoot Groove. Both of these bands I have played in or do play in. And so I picked them strategically because I may, while I'm not signing books and cooking on, you got to right? sit in a little, you got to yeah. sit in, yeah, got to show you the go. barbecue people, the non-barbecue side That's of awesome. it. Yeah. So we, like you said, we're looking at five of them right behind you. What do we got? Yeah. It looks like we got. We got a Gretsch uh, a strat, right here. The Gretsch right there. We've got a strat. strat. That's my main guitar there. Uh, that is an acoustic Alvarez. Then I'm professionally, and what I play mostly is bass. So that's one of my basses. It's okay. another acoustic bass. Um, there's all sorts of stuff. There's a big double bass over here, and then a bunch of stuff behind you, drums and a PA and all that oh, stuff. Beautiful. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a bass player and vocalist with the with the bands I play with, that's typically, awesome. yes. Nice. Good good call on the uh you picking out the strat and everything. I didn't see the strat down there. 
Oh, I yeah. I love guitars. You know, I have you know I I, I can. I wouldn't even call chicken picking, uh, <laughs> you know, relevant to what I can do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I, but I, I just, I just love the, you know, the actual art of a guitar. Oh yeah. You know how they look. Like I got a, um, I got a, a Silver Burst Les Paul. I got uh, the, um, was it the Fireburst or Sunburst? Fender. Sunburst, yeah. Like and, the uh, classic Jimmy Page Les yeah. Paul. Yeah. And. Uh, we got the same in, in a the Defender Strat, and we have a, a Washburn uh, acoustic, which just had it just had this the the inlays were just were just beautiful on it. So you know they're hanging on the wall. You know, haven't picked them up in quite a while, but <laughs> they're, they're, they're there when I get the when I get the itch. But whenever I see someone has them, okay, we're gonna watch because I didn't couldn't tell if that was a bass or if that was another like a Fender. Uh, what do they call it? the the jazz master? And that, there's uh, there's one double Ooh, yeah. right there, and then yeah, I won't won't bore everybody else with the other side of the room mostly because I'd be nervous I couldn't get the camera. Back <laughs> the right now, I turn that thing around. I'm like, oh, there it goes the podcast. Nice. It got so, cut early, so so Chris, we got a couple questions. Uh, Daddy Dutch is asking, um, what is your favorite restaurant in the Clearwater Saint? Pete area. Ah, great question. Is uh is there a uh, uh category that you want or just favorite restaurant? No, he'll say in a minute. Dutch okay, will so Dutch will eat it, anything. The one that comes to mind first and foremost, I'm gonna do two. If you're talking about like date night restaurant where you bring your wife somewhere to celebrate, there's a an Italian restaurant here locally in Goldport called Pia's. That is the right mix of ambiance, great quality food, and, uh, you know, kind of a hip place to, to go be at. So Pia's would be, I guess, the best fancy restaurant. But, like, when I just want to go eat some good comfort food, there's a place called Mullet's Fish Camp. And, man, Ooh. I love that concept. It's down in uh, uh, right off of Martin Luther King down in St. Pete near the water. And that place is they have a smoker. They have two lang. Uh, 250 gallon smokers on site. They have some of the best smoked fried chicken wings in this area. They're oh. insane. They're smoked mullet, all their fish there. Oh, wow. uh, the menu has insanely, and I love the way they do their menu. They have like, you select the fish, you know, so you have like four or five choices. And then you select the sauce and you have like between four different of their house sauces, you know, so to give you an idea, it's like Asian sauce or Greek sauce or Cajun sauce, stuff like that. And then you could do it either platter no bun no uh a sandwich bun or taco so it feels like you have all these different choices but you really don't but it's very creative and the food is really good so mullets fish camp all right he says mullets is amazing so okay good call good call oh there he is cj what's up mr clarence joseph himself is in the house what's up brother and then we got Kyle is asking out of this book what's your favorite recipe for Larger gentlemen like ourselves. <laughs> uh, well, uh, oh, the, the, that's an easy one. I do general so's uh, smoke fried uh, ribs. So I, I I took a play on those the the smoking the ribs individually trend that was going around yeah. a lot last year. I cut all the ribs individually, season them in like five spice, salt, pepper, you know, kind of an Asian type rub. Smoked them for two, three hours. I forget what I did in the recipe. Probably three hours, maybe two for ribs. And then after that, I let them cool while I set the big green egg 
up for direct heat with the wok. I get the wok up to like mm. 375 degrees. I dredge them in a flour that's also seasoned with the same spices that I put onto the ribs. Fry the ribs. And then on the side, I've made this really awesome homemade general so sauce. And then you toss that with the green onion and the sauce and the sesames and you serve that and it is banging. So for the big guys, if you want to go through all that effort to oh. smoke and fry your ribs, it is it's like what I wanted to create is like chicken wings, the chicken wing eating concept, but with ribs, and it came out awesome. Oh, really that's good. fantastic. I'm freaking starving. I'm dying now. Yeah, Hello yeah. 375. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. But yeah, Chris, this is awesome. Like I said, I can't wait to really get into dive delve into it and you know, you like your the previous book was fantastic, so this is going to be right up there with it. Best of luck, like like we said, available today, folks. Look at Mojo yeah, Bone yeah. and Pork Chops. Come on now, yeah, good. those are so good. Or Black some people call it Moho, but you know who's who's saying I'm from Boston. Well, it's a, me the hell it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, a New England yeah, yeah. thing. So. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, here's one. So, here, one thing I just want to throw in too that it really has not a whole lot to do with what we were just talking about. Here's one thing that I that I love about Chris. Not only has he been very welcoming as I kind of came into, you know, a little guy coming into a whole BGE team green and, and everything, but here's one thing that I really appreciate it, 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 from a social media perspective. Right, There's a lot of people out there doing stuff and. Um, you, you know, you listen, you never know really if we, we get some cool opportunities to work with companies and everything. And you just never really know if people are, are genuine about the companies that they work with. Well, if you follow Chris, what you'll notice is that he has a very small stable of companies that he's very loyal to. And I know when I started doing this back in 20, and I'm not comparing myself to Chris, and I'm far from that level in terms of from, from a social media perspective. But I said, you know what, I, I just really want to work with companies that I use their product, um, that I uh, am generally passionate about, um, because you get a lot of free stuff. Well, you know, if companies want to throw free stuff at you and pay you and oh, everything. Yeah. But Chris, I just got to say, I, I really appreciated that about what you do. Um, I, I don't want to talk bad about anybody else because, you know, everybody's going to do what they're going to do. But from my perspective, personally, I love that fact about you. It's very obvious that you're um, engaged and loyal to the companies that you work with, and aren't just kind of taking everything from from everybody. And 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 that that uh, I, I've never said that to you, but I just wanted to to kind of point that out. Well, I appreciate that. Those yeah. are kind words. Social media is the a wacky world to live in, especially these days. Everything changes so quickly, and and the way you create content and who resonates with it and everything is, you know, one day you got to figure it out the next day. It doesn't. But True. the one thing I always wanted to make sure is would you see me do online is how I am when you see me offline. I didn't want to be something that I'm not online and I didn't want to just sell anything because people gave it to me or because they're paying me to. So if it ends up on my feet or it ends up something I'm using, it's actually what you would get if you just came to my house and the cameras weren't rolling. And that's sort of the non-verbal yep. contract I have with everybody that follows me is this is how I live. This is the stuff I like. And, you know, if you like it, then, you know, give it a shot. But this is why I like it. And here's, here, here's go. Yep. So, yeah. It's just authentic. You. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. 
But oh, I feel I feel now back to that warm fuzzy like I thought at the beginning when you were calling me Chrissy. You're welcome, Chrissy. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffed Florentine chicken breast. Come on, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah, there's actually a funny backstory of that. I know you're oh. trying to wrap up, but there oh. is. So my dad was a restaurateur growing up, as I alluded to before, and he owned, he used to work for the Palm Restaurant okay. in, in New York, that famous steakhouse yeah, yeah. that's now everywhere, but at the time it was in New York. He worked for the Palm. He was one of the big waiters there. And when he went to open up his own restaurant, he basically did like the concept. So he was in there with like Morton's and Capitol Grill, that type of big boy, three martini lunch steakhouse. And that was my dad's restaurant. Well, when I was a little kid and, you know, and I had a chance to go into his restaurant, and eat dinner for my birthday or something like that. My favorite thing on the menu, granted, at the time, it was like all prime, you know, aged beef, you know, 32 ounce prime rib, you know, like big boy beef. My little eight to 12 year old self was like, I like this chicken Florentine that he on the menu and it was you know a throwaway dish that was yeah. high margin for them because they were you know they the steak is expensive so but my dad would love it when i'd come in because i ordered this chicken breast florentine with that thing and i love that stuffing so much i wanted to do a little throwback to that's that awesome recipe. oh that's awesome see once again it comes back to everything from the family, family. you know which is yeah. beautiful yep it's a big deal oh awesome chris like i said brother thank you so much for taking the time to join us this is going to be uh, – you got another winner here, so like congratulations that. on that. Available today, all bookstores, Amazon. We Do I even want to say Chrissy? I'll yeah. say Chrissy. I'll, get, I'll give you the warm, fuzzy feeling, too. It's pro- probably the link is down already. It sure is. She's good. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. So I'm here for. The link's right there. Order yourself a copy. You're yeah. not going to be disappointed. It's beautiful. The pictures, the rest. Of- Hold on. And by the way, if I wasn't throwing <sighs> a shameless plug, the great Amesbury Chowder Cook-Off on Saturday, I might just show up unannounced at your house again. Uh, well, but- you can. The last time my poor wife was on all sorts I know, of I felt she just so had bad. a knee replaced. I was like, man, I would any other time you'd be in drinking a beer with me, but my wife is literally laid up on Oxycontin, can't see straight. I'm like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. This isn't good, dude. But yeah, bring yourself. It's gonna be a big party here Friday night, Saturday night, then the big public facing party is Sunday at the North End Tap House. For any of your listeners down this way, please come and see me. Get a book signed and uh, support your local Buddha. It's going to be great. Fancy. Yeah, man. Baked rigatoni with sausage and peppers. Come on now. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Jesus. Good God. That Especially with having. the Sunday sauce. Oh, oh. And, they, and the recipes combined. Yeah. They all work together. Chrissy, you got to tell. So technically, it's know, 101 he's, he's recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, brother. Where can oh everybody God. find you social media-wise, websites, uh, all that? Barbecue Buddha across the board. So you just type in bar- the Barbecue Buddha, and you will find me. I'm at the underscore BBQ underscore B-U-D-D-H-A on Instagram. My website is the Barbecue Buddha. I'll have autograph books available there starting next week once I get my store in here. You know, when I get all my books here that I could ship out. And uh, yeah, that's how you can find me. YouTube, the whole thing. Awesome, brother. Awesome, brother. Like I said, thank you so much. Yep. Hang in there one second. We'll jump right back in with you. <clears throat> Fantastic.
Awesome. I, you know what? I, I'm not sure I've left this show before being more hungry. Dude, I know. I flipped to that that reggaeton. Oh my god! I mean, it just. I'm, I'm a sucker for pasta to begin with. Well, I'm a sucker oh, for man. food, but yeah, uh, that's It's just, it's just, you know, beautiful um, pictures, great recipes. I can't wait to start knocking some out. Yep. So your chowder. Okay. Yeah, we got the great uh, second annual Great Amesbury Chowder Cook-Off uh, at Bear Wolf Brewing this Saturday. Uh, we got live music. We got a, a cast of um, celebrity judges, including uh, Cassandra Govar Mayer, Bobby the Butcher Marcotte, whole bunch. Um, it's going to be – it was a blast last year. We've opened it up to the full parking lot, expecting five, 600 people. Um, and uh, looking for some great uh, chowder. Chowder. Yeah. Attaboy. It's start of the season, baby. We got events every weekend, so it's Beautiful. getting crazy. KCBS, yeah. SDA. That's you it. Know. That's it. And you're throwing your hat in the ring, too. I Uh-oh. am in the ring at the Granite State oh, Barbecue it. Championship yes. on the uh, the weekend of June 3rd and 4th. We got People's Choice pulled pork on Saturday because that's coinciding with the New Hampshire Bacon and Beer Festival. Yes. And then we got the straight KCBS comp on uh, on Sunday. But, yeah, we're ready to go on that. Let's do it, brother. Woo! Woo-hoo! Gotta have some fun! That's right. But, uh, awesome. Thank you for sitting in, brother. Always appreciate, a pleasure. Appreciate you. Let me join you. Good seeing both of you. And, yeah, my, and my Chrissy, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook, YouTube, or YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. Social media links are all down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week... Keep the smoke rolling. Keep it rolling, baby. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.